T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It feels like a day in January here, 2024. It feels kind of cool. Nice. In fact, uh, there, there are going to be some areas of frost and a light freeze on the North Shore and on the South Shore in the low 40s. So I you know, brought the plants out. Time to bring the plants back in. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us as we begin the new year together. And also, uh, thanks for being with us on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. So there's some new laws that are going into effect uh, as of uh, January 1st, 2024. Uh, We'll talk about uh, some of those laws uh, coming up. We've been talking about the speculation uh, growing over what names might be on the list of men associated with Jeffrey Epstein. And the list is expected to be released any time now. We continue to get, you know, word that it's coming out and then it's delayed. ABC News is the first to say that former President Bill Clinton's name is on the list, that he is one of the John Doe's on that list. Um, also, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the Saints and the, and the playoffs just to remind you of what it's going to take for them to get to the playoffs. And we were talking about the uh, the owner of the Carolina uh, Panthers fined $300,000 by the NFL for throwing a drink at Jacksonville Jags fans. This happened uh, toward the end of the 26 to nothing loss uh, to the Jacksonville Jags. And it just goes to show you that Money doesn't buy class. All right, we're going to do some more of your texts coming up, but let's go to uh, Baton Rouge. And, uh, John, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Uh, Thanks for talking about all these issues. It's very important, and there's so few places on the air where you can actually have a conversation about it. I appreciate that. Um, I just wanted to follow up. You know, that a lot of folks still have a picture of the southern border of, you know, people from Mexico and Central America uh, wading across the Rio Grande trying to enter illegally. And that's a portion of what's happening. But depending on where you go along the southern border, where they have the entry points, there are people from all over the world uh, trying to come in for asylum. And when they come in for asylum, they present themselves to be taken into custody. You know, they don't sneak in. Um, And the numbers can be overwhelming. They have people from Africa, the Caribbean, Asia. A lot of it's being fueled by all the disasters, wars. Uh, you know, there's a lot of desperate people trying to get out of other parts of the world. And uh, climate is a factor. There's a lot of places where agriculture is being devastated. Central America, that's a big factor. All their small agriculture in those countries uh, where a lot of the folks are coming here, they're gone because of this drought that's been so severe. And, um, you know, so there's a lot of desperate people showing up. Um, One thing that is going on is that in the Senate, the Democrats and Republicans are negotiating to try to reach a compromise on a bill that would include changing the asylum uh, laws to some degree 
but a lot of these folks, you know, they show up at the laws on the books and they meet the yeah. threshold, then, you know, they're not breaking the law. Um, no, so. it's true, John. And there are a lot of heartbreaking stories. And it's kind of sad that there are so many people in this country, blessed to be in this country, who have an inhumane attitude towards some of these people who do have heartbreaking stories. It's kind of like the homeless. You know, you can't put all of the homeless into one category. There's some people out there who are really sick and they, and mentally ill, and they, they just don't know how to navigate through life, and they, they don't, they're offered help. They don't know what to do with the help. They, you know, it's, it's uh, so everybody's not the same, and, and you bring up a, a good point. Well, thanks. All right, John, glad you called the show, and uh, thanks for being with us in the, in the new year. Uh, if you want to join us, the Open Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-187. Man, big game this weekend. Sunday, Saints, Falcons, Caesar Superdome. Falcons fans come into town. You know, the Falcons, at one point this season, looked really, really tough. And they seem like they're faltering. So, I, you know, the Saints have a great chance to win at home. And what a great way to end the season, beating the Falcons. You know, the NFL is so smart the way they set up these, uh, these schedules. And uh, this is, you know, a, a weekend, and the Saints have to win to get to the playoffs. A few other things have to happen, and we'll be, uh, we'll be talking about that. Uh, let's see. Um, we'll get to more of your text uh, coming up here in just a few minutes. And let's go to uh, Metairie and Gregory. Welcome to the show. Hey, Happy New Year, Scoot. Happy New Year. I can't believe we're saying this after all these years. <laughs> no, no, I, I think it's wonderful. No, I, no, I think it's wonderful that you're here. We're here. We're here. Yeah. Ian's here. Everybody's here. I think it's cool. I wanted to reminisce a little. I wanted to reminisce a little bit. I mean, Griffin headquarters was a, a lifesaver for me uh, before uh, Thanksgiving, and then uh, you know, I re hooked up with a girl. That's you know, that's for, for another story. But um, um. It was so nice. That the people over there are so nice, by the way. So okay. I was able to buy gifts for not just her and for myself and for a couple other people. Nice. So that's very good. I'm not not plugging Perfume Headquarters. I just think that they're well, wonderful I, people. You know, and I'm glad I, I, you know sometimes, uh, you know, people have a tendency to only complain. I think it's nice to say something nice about a business when they when they do yeah. the right thing. And, and I, you know, I love when uh, when listeners call and talk about our, our clients. Well, you do. Good thing is it was a, just a great holiday altogether. I mean, this person that I was talking about just came out of blue, and I didn't think anything. It was like a romance, and it, I thought it was stale, and it's like, oh, wow, there's somebody still thinking about you. But didn't, thank you, God didn't, you didn't you tell me, Gregory, that she brought up some cologne that you used to wear, and you went to Perfume Headquarters yeah. and found it? You. Yoop. Yoop. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's spelled J-O-O-P, but they have it. I mean, you Nobody else had it. Oh, everybody at Macy's and everybody at Dillard's was like, oh, we know what that is. We don't carry that no more. Yeah, well, guess what? Well, good. They do. No, no, that's not. But the thing is, I had a great um, holiday altogether in New Orleans. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I want to be optimistic on the new year. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad I'm still here. I'm glad Ian's still here. Because, um, I got to go to a couple of the uh, Revion dinners, and I got to go to a couple of Christmas parties downtown. And, um, you know, I was apprehensive. I got to admit, you know, it's like, uh, not a hitch. Not one hitch. I mean, I know there was some Good. stuff. There was some foolishness going on down there. But uh, my whole experience was great. Well, I and mean, especially having my, my old girlfriend who now lives in Indianapolis, then now she's you know she's gonna move back here after the I think in March. 
But um, that's not the point. She was just so thrilled that New Orleans still, she remembered New Orleans like she remembered it from 1993. Can you imagine that? Uh, wow. You know, those were uh, different years here. And, you know, the, the boy, the, the late, uh, the late nineties, mid to late nineties, uh, the murder rate well, was, was, uh, was up around opening four, and, uh, Yeah. Well, hold on. We used to go to a lot of clubs back then. Uh, the house of booze had just opened in 93. And then, um, we always went to Tipitina's cause all the bands, as soon as, um, house of blues opened up, everybody, they sucked all the, uh, those acts into the house of blues. But I remember going, Tipitina's and seeing like Green Day. You know, Green Day did their yeah, original exactly. tour at Tipitina's. I saw, I, mean, I saw Weezer see. there. Weezer, exactly. And then House of Blues, which, which is great. But anyway, just brought up a lot of memories. And I listen to you every day, all year long. And I just, I'm just glad it's only January 3rd. And uh, I just think that you have a great show. And I want you to keep it up, you and Ian, because I believe me, you're an asset and you're very relevant. Gregory, so I thank really. You, and I, God bless you. God bless you. Appreciate that uh, very much. Well, you know, just think about this for a moment, Ian. It's uh, it's January third. I mean, where has this year gone? <sighs> Time <sighs> is a construct. I mean, it's already the third. I, so much we haven't done yet, and all the things that we talked about doing in the new year, we haven't even done those things yet. You know, I, I you're being a little tongue in cheek, but this is this is actually hitting me pretty hard this week, where. I have been so focused on, okay, got to get through my birthday. I got to get through Christmas. I got to get through New Year's. And, uh, you know, I'll deal with everything later. Well, now all that stuff's done. And I got all this, like, sort of big life project stuff that I need to do. And I'm feeling overwhelmed by it. And I, I bet I'm not alone. I bet a lot of people are kind of tripping into the new year and thinking, oh, God. Yeah. I have so much laying in front of me, and, and a lot of it is hard work. <laughs> because you're, How just, am I gonna you're do this? distracted during the holidays. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, think about think about a wedding, a, a marriage. You know, there's all this that goes on for the wedding, and then there's, like, you know, post, post-wedding yeah, exactly. syndrome where, it, where the wedding's over, um, and, and now we have to do the work. Or the same thing with the birth of a baby. You know, the now the, all this lead-up, and now the baby's born, and— God, now we have to do now we have to do the work. So I understand, but just look, try to take it um, step by step, and don't don't be overwhelmed by it. One thing, one thing at a time. Trying to do one thing at a time. It'll be easier when I'm not in rehearsal for this play that opens next week, and I I get my evenings back. We'll talk more about that later. But uh, yeah, wow, New Year's. Um, I have some text messages here. You want to do those? Sure. Okay, we're gonna kind of tie off this David Tepper situation and then move on a little bit. Okay, Sal, if you're just tuning in, yeah. he's the owner of the Carolina Panthers, who was fined three hundred thousand by the NFL. Uh, he's the owner of the Panthers, and they were playing the Jags, and he threw a drink uh, at some of the Jacksonville Jags fans. Uh, here's a text from Sal. Sal says, "Scoot, what a deal! Someone gets beer poured on them, and the NFL collects three hundred thousand dollars. What about the poor bastard that got offended? <laughs> Not even a cleaning bill. Seriously? Uh, yeah." Yeah, the NFL's a cash cow. Make David Tepper take that guy's jersey, his Jacksonville jersey, to the dry cleaners really? or whatever. Um, here's a text that says, why do we need 60 congressmen going to the border? Well, we don't need 60 congressmen going, but it, that's that's because it's a political show. Now, if they're going to go there, if they're going to spend taxpayer dollars going there, and I assume some taxpayer dollars are being spent, then they need to do something. 
the, the responsibilities on them to then come away with that with some information and do something about it. So, you know, let's see. There's this big publicity thing about all these Republicans going and essentially um, blaming the Biden administration for the crisis at the border. Let's see what these Republicans go back and do. And maybe they've got plans to go back and do something. But it's up to them to, to actually do it. I am absolutely holding space for the possibility that this, you know, GOP congressperson swarming at the southern border will kick off enough dust that the Biden administration reaches out. They come up with something. They got money for Ukraine and Israel. And we maybe do something about the problem at the border. But it's also an election year. You know, and everybody's going right. to want to say, well, I went down to Eagle Pass, Texas in January to make sure that the Biden administration knew that we're not going to take their nonsense on this stuff anymore. So vote for me in November. Well, and, and for those Republicans who um, secretly um, don't want things to get better at the border because they want the border to be a crisis to use it against Biden in the election for 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 those people. Look, if if Republicans pressure the Biden administration to do something and the Biden administration does something, that's campaign um, material. Well, look what we did. We forced Biden wasn't doing anything. We go to the border and we forced Biden to do something about it. That is Great political material during a campaign. And there already is a historical precedent for this. In the in the second Obama term, there was legislation in the House that would have at least got some of these sort of low-hanging fruit issues out of the way in terms of our immigration yeah. crisis. House Republicans decided they didn't want to do it because they saw no short-term benefit right. in taking that half a loaf and giving the Obama administration this victory. Well, And we're going to be quick to point out this, this entire year that so much of what happens— and, and you might be cheering what's happening, but remember, this is an election year, and so much of what is happening is just going to be motivated by politics. Okay, this is kind of a wild text message. This is from James on the North Shore. Okay. I've never thought about this, and it's kind of an interesting thought experiment. James says, we might have to head south one day and imagine how they're going to treat us if there was a volcano or a nuclear disaster that happened in North America and it started pushing us down south or if our government fails. You know, I, I don't foresee that happening, but that is an interesting um, uh, no, possibility. Man. Yellowstone, you know, Yellowstone yep. could blow up at any moment, <laughs> and you know, about three quarters of the country is going to be uninhabitable, and not everybody's going to go north. Just saying. Yeah, wow, that's interesting. Wow. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, so we're going to talk about some of the new laws going into effect. And we talked about this before the, the first of the year, but now the law's gone into effect. California is officially mandating gender-neutral toy aisles for large retailers. They have to have aisles where there are gender-neutral toys. I can't make this up. We'll talk about that and more new laws going into effect. Hey, a lot of flu is is, is out there. So, man, just uh, try to take care of yourself. Try to, you know, wash your hands quite often and try not to get sick. And there's uh, another law that's going into effect in, uh, in another state, in Illinois, that uh, deals with an excuse to pull motorists over by the police. So we'll talk about some of these new laws coming up next. I'm Scoot on WWL. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, it was on this uh, on this day in what year was this? Oh yeah, on this day in uh, in 2017, 50 year old Janet Jackson gave birth to her first child, and that was a big deal because she was 50 years old. And as far as I know, everything is okay with the the child. I'm Scoot on the Air. Happy New Year! It is. Um, Early part of uh, 2024, and we're going to talk about some of the uh, the new laws that are going into effect. Uh, 22 states have um, have uh, had lo- new laws go into effect, raising the minimum wage. And I think the minimum wage was last raised in uh, I don't know 2009. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in, in 2009. You know, we've we've gone through the raising of the minimum wage before, and uh, I, this country's still here. Uh, we we did it at, at one point. We raised it to I think it's seven twenty five an hour, and some states are raising it to uh, fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, some states thirteen dollars an hour. It just, it's different states, but twenty two states are raising the the minimum wage. Now the minimum wage. This is if I'm not mistaken. This is for the states themselves doing business with people. When they do business with people, sign contracts. They they, they all the employees must uh, make at least fifteen dollars or whatever the minimum wage is. The new minimum wage. They must be um, earning that uh, that amount of money, but I mean, at some point, we're going to have to do it again. And I, I I know that there is a lot of doom and gloom predicted when we raise the minimum wage, but we 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 did it before. In fact, I, you know, when I was starting, when I first started work, I think the minimum wage was a buck twenty-five, a dollar twenty-five an hour. But of course, you could buy a lot more with a dollar back then. But we've changed the minimum wage a, a lot of times, and it would be interesting if somebody would, would go back and, and um, do the research, and maybe we can, can try and do this. Go back and look at the economy uh, for, uh, say, the next two years after the minimum wage was raised and, um, and, and see what happens. And, you know, you raise the minimum wage, and that's going to raise the, the price of things because uh, businesses that are, are making a certain amount of profit right now, they're not going to give up their profits and if you increase their expenses, uh, they're going to immediately uh, raise their, their prices. So I do understand the, the ripple effect of raising the minimum wage. In the state of Illinois, there is a new law prohibiting book bans in libraries. Hallelujah. 
Last year was a year when um, apparently in Illinois, a, a lot of things were removed from the shelves in public libraries, actually around the country that happened. And that's the result of right-wing radicals, right-wing religious radicals. Not all Christians, not all conservatives, and not all Republicans. But there's a, a group of people in this, this country that are a little bit over the edge, and they want to control what you see. They want to control your life to some degree. They want to control the life of your children. And I don't think it's any of their business. And there are some things that, that belong in libraries. And not everything in every library is for everybody. And, and that's okay. But again, there's this fear factor uh, out there about what's going to happen if certain things are in libraries. And these things have been in libraries for decades, for a long time. So I love this new law in Illinois prohibiting the banning of books. All right. Um, in the state of Illinois, another new law is going into effect. Uh, police can no longer uh, pull over motorists because they have something hanging from their rearview mirror. Now, before they were able to pull you over, if you had something hanging from the rearview mirror, like air fresheners, um, parking placards, and even those fuzzy dice. So apparently <laughs> you can drive around with all of that. and They can't pull you over just for, for, for that particular reason. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Uh, a new Connecticut law would require online dating operators to adopt policies for dealing with harassment reports by or between users. Because believe it or not, there are some people who go online with these uh, dating services, and they're, they're not good people. Uh, North Carolina has a law that would require pornographic uh, website operators to confirm that the viewers are at least 18 years of age using a commercially available database. The law also allows parents to sue companies if their children are allowed access to the pornography. Now, you know... This idea of uh, you go on online and you go to a certain site and it says, check here if you're 18. Do you think kids, uh, if, oh, I better not go there. I'm not 18. I, I, I better not. I, better, I mean, do you think people are abiding by that? I don't think so. So if there is a way to make sure that people under 18 don't get to a site, I'm all for it. But I think parents have to be prepared for the reality that a lot of your kids are going to find ways to get around it. And you might be able to do certain things in your home, but your kids might go to somebody else's home where they're able to get to certain stuff. So my point is, let's do all we can to protect kids, young people, but let's also be realistic and know that they're going to be exposed to more than you think they're going to be exposed to. I mean, I was exposed to stuff my parents didn't think I was exposed to. I mean, I knew where my dad had the Playboy magazines and things like that. Um, I turned out okay. I mean, I know it's a lot different today with the pornography that's on the, on, on the website. I mean, it's just really, it's, it, it's frightening. It really is. And if, if you're a parent, I, I, I sympathize with you because, you know, you've got a tough job. Also, there's another new law in Illinois. A lot of laws went into effect in Illinois that allows the lawsuits, um, law, it allows lawsuits from victims of deep fake pornography. This is pornography where videos and images have been manipulated without the consent of the person. So you end up in a 
pornographic video or image and you didn't give your consent, well, this allows uh, lawsuits for that. Now, in Louisiana, in Idaho, and in West Virginia, uh, there are laws now that uh, teens could still access treatment with parental consent and a diagnosis of severe gender dysphoria uh, from two doctors. And I, I know a lot of people freak out over this, but, I mean, if you've got the consent of parents and two doctors, you know, there, you know it, it's not all black and white. And, and people seem to think that every situation is the same. And, you know, there are, there are, there are times when something is, um, is needed. There are times when an abortion is needed to save the life of the mother. So it's not all one way or, or the other. And so, you know, a lot of people are going to freak out over this, but it's, um, I know it's just an interesting, interesting law. So also in, um, in California, they have officially passed a law now that mandates gender-neutral toy aisles for large retailers. The law states that a retail store with 500 employees or more must sell toys and child care products, including clothes, in a gender-neutral section that's, that's labeled to the discretion of the retailer, regardless of whether or not they have been intentionally marked for either boys or girls. I mean, in some ways, this gets a little confusing, but, I mean, do we really need this? Do we need gender-neutral toy and clothes aisles? It seems like we've been doing okay up to, up to now. I mean, some there are going to be some some boys that like toys that I don't know, maybe girls like. There are going to be some girls. There will be a lot of girls that like toys that, that that guys like, boys like. I mean, there are girls that shoot guns, and and girls like certain things like that. So, I mean, do you really have to really have to separate them? And I, I would think a lot of toys are are, are gender gender neutral. I mean, just because something is pink doesn't mean it's only for it's only for girls, and maybe some boys would, li- would like that. So anyway, some of these laws going into effect are, are, are interesting. And here, here's another one that I found, I found interesting. I, I did a video about this, too, on my Facebook page. Um, the blackout license plate law. In Minnesota, drivers can now opt for the popular blackout license plate. Now, when I first saw blackout license plate, I thought it was a law against a very thick, shaded, smoky covering over the license plate. I I see this a lot in New Orleans. You can't read the number. A lot of people are driving around with a very thick, smoky cover over their license plate number, so you can't read the number. I thought that's what this was about. But in the state of Minnesota, they have a, with a black background and white letters, that's the blackout license plate. That's what it's about. But it made me think about a law that would um, would outlaw, and I don't know, maybe they are outlawed, but I'm seeing a, a lot of people driving around with covers over their license plates, and you can't read the license plate number. What if they hit you? What if they're involved in a crime? Which makes me think that they're almost anticipating that they're going to be involved in some criminal activity, and they want to make sure you can't read their license plate number. Is there another reason for those smoky coverings over the license plates? And I continue every day. I'm seeing cars now with no license plate. Now, I realize in New Orleans, we have a, a, a problem. We don't have enough police officers. But it seems to me that if we started really busting people with severe fines for not having a license plate, 
for having a cover over a license plate number that you cannot read. It seems like there should be penalties for those things. Because it's almost as if we're not putting a license plate on our car because we're going to commit some kind of criminal activity. We're going to commit a crime and we don't want you to be able to find us. We don't want you to be able to identify us. Or maybe somebody owes back child support. Maybe somebody has a warrant out and they don't want the, the license plate number on their car so they don't put a license plate on their car because they're, they're trying to uh, escape the law. I, I wish there could be more done about that. You know, maybe in places like uh, Jefferson Parish, more could be done because a lot of people from New Orleans go to Jefferson Parish. And I'll tell you, I, I'm gonna, let me send out this message to the uh, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Department. If you want to generate revenue for Jefferson Parish... I mean a steady, steady stream of revenue. Just position uh, a Jefferson Parish deputy at the corner of uh, Causeway and Veterans. When you get off the interstate and you're heading on Veterans and you're going to turn on Veterans, there's a a place there right at uh, Causeway, the Causeway off-ramp. You get off on Veterans Highway. Right there at Veterans Highway and Causeway, there is a, a, a clear sign that says, no left turn. I have yet to go through that intersection without seeing numerous people turning left. I mean, nobody pays attention to that law. And you could just sit there with a, with a deputy and write one ticket after another and generate a lot of revenue. All right, we've got some text and some calls coming up. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504 260 504-260-1870. On the SOTA Rock Culture Calendar on this day in 2008, Britney Spears had a mental breakdown in Beverly Hills. She refused to turn over her her sons to their father, Kevin Federline, and uh, Britney eventually was taken to the Los Angeles Cedars-Sinai Medical Center uh, via ambulance. Um, She was uh, admitted as a special needs patient. This is the day Britney Spears had her breakdown in 2008. Glad she's better. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. It is Wednesday afternoon, January 3rd, 2024. I'm Scoot on the air. Happy New Year. Glad you're with us in the new year. We're going to get to some of your texts here in just a moment. Um, a, a little bit more about uh, new laws going into effect this, uh, this year. A Minnesota law would allow the authorities to ask the courts for extreme risk protection orders that would temporarily allow the confiscation of guns from people deemed an imminent threat to others or to themselves. And Minnesota will be about the uh, 20th state to have a so-called red flag law. Um, A lot of people have a problem with that because they're concerned about who might be defined uh, as having an imminent threat or being an imminent threat to others or, or themselves. But, you know, if you've got if you've got somebody who like their mental health situation has changed and they, they got guns before their situation changed, and they're an imminent threat to others and themselves, I don't have a problem with temporarily taking their gun away until they can demonstrate that they're safe enough to have a gun. In Colorado, there is um, a law that would ban the so-called ghost guns, and that's uh, firearms that are assembled um, at home or 3D printed without serial numbers. And then a federal judge has recently blocked a California law that would have banned carrying concealed weapons in public places. So a federal judge in California said you can't ban carrying a concealed weapon in public places. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. Let's go uptown to Chunky. Chunky, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Hey, Scoot. How's it going? Good. 
Good. Hey, uh, I called yesterday. I actually was going to say, uh, but I wanted to the uh, you had all this thing with these um, kind of uh, right wing people getting really upset about Green Day on New Year's Eve, saying changing the words of the song to say uh, uh, from the song American Idiot uh, they that they're not part of the MAGA agenda. I don't know if you saw this online. Yeah, I crazy. did. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, like uh, you know, so 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 they changed the lyrics. I mean, you know, big deal, right? It's their song. Well, I mean, yeah. the funny part is that the song, the whole, the album, I think, American Idiot, was about conservatives. Like the original album was saying, "You guys are morons." Well, and like the other thing about is, it now is, and it was about the war too. You know, the the, the other the, thing uh, is that the changing the lyrics like that. I mean, that's just freedom of speech. I mean, you, I don't know who you think you are that you're protected that like nobody can call you an idiot. I mean, it, it, left yeah. or right, it doesn't. I mean, we have a right to call people idiots in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, exactly. I, uh, I was, I was kind of, yeah, I was, and it was real funny. You know, people were like, "Well, look at." Uh, you know, New Year's Eve at Mar-a-Lago, he had Vanilla Ice. <laughs> I'm like, man, your your career is bad when you know you're playing Mar-a-Lago oh, on New boy. Year's Eve. Or you know, if, if you know if you're as big as President Trump thinks he is, from President Trump thinks he is, then you think that you could do better than Vanilla Ice at uh, the celebration for New Year's Eve in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, pretty pathetic. Thanks, Scoot. All right, Chunky, glad you called. Yeah, changing the lyrics of Green Day. I mean, getting upset about that is is really getting upset about the First Amendment. As WWL's resident Green Day correspondent, I, I have to chime in here. Yes. Chunky's exactly right. That song, that entire album is about them rejecting the George W. Bush era compassionate conservatism. That And so to be upset at them for just changing that one little set of words that they used to be redneck agenda. And when they did it on New Year's Eve, now it's MAGA agenda. It's like you, what? You gonna be mad at the Beatles? Okay, wait, or somebody wait. else who like does an album that's about something, and then twenty years later, it's still about that. And but now you're gonna be outraged about it again. Let's point out this reality: if you're upset, if you're on social media, if you're complaining about Green Day changing the lyrics, insulting MAGA people, then you are by definition. A snowflake. If you were upset by, I'm not a part of a MAGA agenda. <laughs> the the parallel uh, is mean, that in 2004 they were calling that a redneck agenda. Like you're 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 telling on yourself. I don't I don't love deploying the use of the word redneck as a pejorative insult because I I don't think that it fits well. But I I just it, it's it's this is a pointless outrage du jour. This is something that the conservative media ecosystem is just spitting out to their followers. Hey, just here's something that you can be outraged yes. about. Here's somebody in entertainment or Hollywood or in or music or whatever that you should be outraged about yeah. because they're making fun of you. That song is 20 years old. Oh my old. god, well, so wait, wait, Don't wait, tell wait, anybody. Wait, wait they're, they're making fun of you. Yeah. Do these do the people who are offended by that? Do they make fun of Biden? Do they make fun of anybody on the left? Do they make fun of um, AOC or uh, Nancy Pelosi or anybody? I mean, look, th- this Sleepy is Joe this Biden. Is, this, is hypocr- this is total hypocrisy. It's like, my God, if you are offended by that, by the MAGA agenda, if you're offended by those lyrics from from Green Day, then I mean. How strong are you? I mean, why are you so fragile that this would even bother you? I don't understand why this band that's been explicitly political for the last quarter century is being explicitly political. (laughs) Who asked them for this?
I know. Come on. If, I know. If, you, if you see that segment on Fox Business or whatever, and that makes you upset that Green Day changed the lyrics to MAGA Agenda, change the channel and go see what yeah. the other networks are talking about. Because I guarantee you, the Green Day thing is a distraction from something that's more important. Well, it is. And there are so many things that are a distraction from things that are more important. Because... They don't have answers to the things that are more important, so they want to distract you with some of the things that are not really that important and that don't really matter. Leave Green Day alone! And really, seriously, if you're offended by that, that is the definition of a snowflake. So don't be a snowflake. All right, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, gender-neutral toys. Um, did you play with a toy? If you were a boy, did you play with a, a toy that uh, girls played with? If you're a, a boy, did you uh, play? If you're a girl, did you play with uh, boy toys? I mean, what, what's a, if you're a girl, what's a boy toy you played with? If you're a boy, what's a girl toy you you, you played with? Are you asking me? No, I'm just asking in general. Oh, in general, you just kind of gesture me. I was kind of talking to know. the audience. I, like, I, I didn't play with any girl toys. I, mean, I, 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 I talked to with, you. I, I talked to you, but I also talked to the audience. Yeah, sure. No, I get it. You know, there's more people in this than just me. Four. I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> um. Hi, Mom. Uh, I played with Z-Bots and Legos and, like, Micro Machines. I guess I had, like, pretty traditionally masculine toys in terms of, yeah, like Ninja Turtles, you know. I guess I didn't have very much girly stuff. I got to be honest. My sister had a Barbie. I like seeing it naked. Yeah? I didn't understand why hey, man. at the time because I was really young, but, I, I mean, I like seeing it naked. Until I was at least, like, 12 years old, if there was a Barbie in the room, I was checking out what was going on underneath those clothes. Yeah. Because I just didn't know. Imagine, you know, imagine how we would have been defined today if uh, if today, if kids would have done what we did, which was we put Ken's clothes on Barbie and Barbie's <laughs> clothes on Ken. Oh, my God. We got a trans person here. Oh, we my got, God. We, we got a, we got a cross-dresser. Call the cops. Uh, here's a text from Don who says, does this mean that boys are now eligible for the Malibu Barbie beach house? If so, I want the real one. Well, good luck, Don. I think you have to save up a little bit for that. Willie in Gulf Shores is listening today, and he says, I'm 100% straight, but Easy Bake Ovens rocked. The Easy Bake Oven. Think yeah, about man. how we're many young muffins. people were destined to be chefs, and they love the Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> I mean, Emerald might have played with an Easy Bake Oven when he was a kid. That's awesome. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, on the SOTA Rock Culture Calendar. It was on this day in 1957, Fats Domino recorded this song. It's a song that he wrote after his car broke down and a fan shouted, Hey, look at Fats Domino. He's walking. And then he wrote this song and recorded it. It was number one on the R&B charts in April of 1958. I, I, I love the continuous celebration for people like Fats Domino and Little Richard and um, uh, some of the other local people that we uh, constantly celebrate on the show. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Very, very controversial song from the past. Um, it was on this day in 2014 that Phil Everly of the other Everly Brothers died of lung disease, 74 years old. You know what this song is about? This song is about a girl and a boy falling asleep in the car to drive in. They fell asleep in the drive-in. And so I guess they were messing around. They just fell asleep in the drive-in. This, con- this was a controversial song that some radio stations actually banned at the time it was, was popular because of the implied nature of boinking at the drive-in. 
I'm Scoot. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk about a healthy king cake. Apparently, there's one out there. Is, uh, is Taylor Swift going to trash Trump and endorse Biden? And has any celebrity endorsement ever affected your vote? And also, and you can't make this up, it's going to be available starting this January, on January the 6th, on Saturday. It is a new board game. It is commemorating the third anniversary of the attack on the Capitol. The board game is titled Storm the Capitol Truanon Edition. It will be available purchase for purchase on Saturday. It's going to cost $64.99. It's based on the events that unfolded on January 6th. It allows players to relive one of the funniest days in American history. So we'll tell you more about that coming up. Uh, people look at that day in very different, very different ways. All right. Uh, if you do want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about this afternoon, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Also, if we have time today, let's, uh, let's just review what it's going to take for the Saints to get to the playoffs. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it, and they've talked about it on Sports Talk, but let's just review this so we really have a, a close, uh, uh, just a close relationship with exactly what it's going to take for the Saints to get to the playoffs. The first thing the Saints have to do is beat the Falcons Sunday. Game starts at noon. Our coverage starts at 8 o'clock here on WWL. Um, they're going to be in the Caesar Superdome, and I, I think the Saints can, can win that game. But will these other things happen? In fact, uh, them getting in as a wild card uh, team might be even more likely than winning the division. So, anyway, we'll talk about that. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.